With us today is a retired DEA special agent in charge, Derek Maltz, and uh, he is the former associate special agent in charge of all New York. And, uh, uh, well, give us an update, Derek. John, thanks for having me again. Well, the update is very bad for the American public. We have a huge victory for the Mexican cartels, the Chinese criminal networks, and the corrupt and soft-on-crime leaders in Mexico. Unfortunately, kids are dying at historic levels. We just got the latest uh, CDC update with about 110,000 dead in, in uh, 2022, which I believe is well, well underreported, John. They do not keep timely and accurate statistics. That's another problem we have right now that we can't even uh, address this historic level of death and destruction of our young future leaders of America. But anyway, as an example, uh, over the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, there were 1.3 million fentanyl pills just seized in four cars in Nogales, Arizona, which is a stronghold for the Sinaloa cartel. Uh, people are entering America uh, at levels we've never seen. John, just to give you an idea, when Trump was in office in 2020, there were 253,000 apprehended in the first seven months, okay? This past seven months, the new numbers just came out. 1,431,965. That's a 465% increase from when Trump was there in seven months. And the same thing goes with fentanyl. When Trump was in office with fentanyl, there was a total of 1,605 uh, pounds of fentanyl seized in the first seven months of, of fiscal year 2020. Right now, we're up to 17.2 thousand pounds. Now, some Americans would say, oh, yeah, this administration is doing a better job at seizing the drugs. No. The reason that we're seizing so much more is because production is off the charts in Mexico because they have the steady flow of chemicals coming in from, uh, from China. Now, one good thing happened this week, John. The Treasury Department announced the, uh, the sanctions on 17... Uh, you know, 17 individuals and entities involved in the proliferation of the equipment used to produce the fake pills. That's a good thing. I applaud their efforts working with the DEA, Homeland Security, and CBP. But that's not going to shut down the cartel's ability to pump the poison into America. I mean, the Chinese are shoving it down the, through the Mexican government or Mexican cartels into the United States, killing Americans. Are the Chinese getting even uh, with the opium wars that uh, we conducted against them? Well, John, look, I've been following this evolution of China's involvement with the production of synthetic drugs going back to about 2008 when they started hitting us with the synthetic marijuana, the cathinones, the bath salts, the K2, the spice. Then they went to fentanyl. Now, of course, they're producing xylazine, the trank drug that is. Uh, rotten people from inside out. You can buy that on the websites. They're producing other more potent synthetic opioids like the nitazines, etanitazine, isonitazine. That's supposedly 20 times more potent than actual fentanyl. That's showing up in autopsies in America. So, yeah, I believe it's all part of the unrestricted warfare to destabilize and destroy their adversary. And now, of course, John, one thing that nobody is reporting on, which drives me crazy, is this increase in the Chinese money laundering for the cartels. So they have the kids here in America that are going to school, and then they're asked to pick up suitcases of cash 
that's turned over to the Chinese businessmen. And then they're buying land, they're buying property, they're investing, and they're paying for stuff in America with cash picked up uh, from drug cartels, from specifically the Mexican cartels. And now, John, the thing that is really, really irritating to me is that they're beating us on our own turf, moving money around the world seamlessly, using banking apps from China, using encrypted apps like WeChat Pay, as an example. And these, these offshore encrypted apps are killing law enforcement in America because Congress is not paying attention to it. And the Chinese are winning again on the money laundering side. So they're providing the chemicals and they're doing the money laundering services. So the cartels have a very steady global business relationship with the Chinese criminals. So that's a recipe for a national security disaster. And it's been evolving for years. This didn't start yesterday. I mean, in the last 12 months, I've been saying to people they've killed more Americans in the last 12 months just from the drugs than right. all, of, all of Vietnam, all of Korea, and all of Afghanistan. Right. So, so John, like, I like to keep it really simple with that. So people know al-Qaeda, they know Hezbollah, they know ISIS, they've heard of them. But guess what? If you combine all of those traditional terrorist organizations, they haven't come close to killing the amount of Americans at the cartels. And that's why, uh, not to play the politics, but President Trump was just interviewed uh, about you know, what he would do if he became president uh, against the cartels. And one of the things that I love what he said and I'll quote him. He said, basically, he's going to deploy the U.S. military to inflict maximum damage on the cartels. John, what is wrong with that statement? If they're killing our kids at record levels, why, why aren't the current people in charge having the same opinion about the cartels? Like, anybody can see the damage that they're doing to the families and the communities and the kids. So why would we want to inflict maximum damage? That's what we did to ISIS. That's what we did to al-Qaeda. That's what we did to Hezbollah when we when we had chances. So so why wouldn't we want to do that to the cartels? Uh, nobody, I, I don't understand it. Uh, I mean, uh, like years ago, we we uh, uh, we saw the same movies that we all see that uh, the United States uh, went in and knocked out uh, all the uh, by by you know all the uh, cartels. Right. I mean, exactly. Like this, this is a clear. Was it only in the movies or did it really happen? To America. Was well, look, it has been a lot of operations. Look, in Colombia, you know, the Colombian government asked the U.S. for support. The U.S. provided military resources and other resources to go after the narco terrorists in Colombia. And we pretty much knocked them down. We hurt them. Pablo Escobar. I mean, without the U.S. interaction in Colombia, you know, with all the intelligence and all the information and all the assets that were provided, you know, he never would have been killed. Now, the thing is, is that people have to look at these guys a little differently. They're not drug cartels, even though we often refer to them as drug cartels. They're narco-terrorists, and they're terrorists like we've never seen with the military arsenals that they have, with the death and destruction. They're throwing people in acid pits so you don't even, they never get recovered. So this, the, the fatality rates in Mexico are underreported because... They don't tell you about all the disappearances. They're chopping up people, dismembering people. They have RPGs. They have drones with explosives. So they're operating like an army, and they're running on the southern border, and we're letting them control the border now, making billions of dollars. It's pretty sick, John, pretty sick. 
Well, that's it is. Uh, um, it looks like we're making a new budget. Uh, it looks like they're cutting down the uh, they're cutting down the IRS uh, hires, and there's and uh, the speaker says they're going to try to hire more agents for the borders. How do you see that? Well, look, they have to support the agents, the Border Patrol, CBP, right, Homeland Security Investigations, DEA, all these warriors, the marshals, they're out there fighting. The thing is, though, they just need to change some policies. Because if you look at the policies that were put into place under President Trump, I mean, I'm friendly with the former Homeland Security uh, officials that, that ran the border operations, okay? And, and I've talked to them about it. They had policies in place to keep Americans safe. They were dealing with China. All of that fell apart once, once Joe Biden got into office. And by the way, just for the listeners, I mean, his legacy right now, just on the fentanyl and drug deaths, is over 200,000 dead Americans. That's something that should be resonating in everybody's mind. And, and so I do believe they need some more resources, but they have to build up that wall. They have to keep that wall. They have to keep the Remain in Mexico policies. They got to stop allowing these fraudulent asylum claims. It's ridiculous. 160 countries around the world were being invaded. We have gotaways, you know, maybe to, you know, a million and a half known gotaways over the last couple of years. And those individuals are all over our country. We don't know who they are, who sent them, what they're here for, what are they going to do. And then you look at the terror uh, apprehensions. You have the terror screening subjects that have been apprehended on the border. When Donald Trump was in office in 2020, we had three apprehensions. This year alone, in seven months, there's been 96. Last year, were 98. If you look at last year's terror screening apprehensions in between the port of entries, compared to this year, okay, I'm not sorry, compared to when Donald Trump was in office, that's a 3,166% increase from 2020 to 2022. It's insane. Like, half of the public doesn't understand the magnitude of this threat. Now, yes. John, don't even let's let's not even let's not even talk about this. But our communities are going to be inundated. Our hospitals are going to be overloaded. Our schools are going to be saturated with multiple yes. languages. We have a problem. Our, our we practice. we have a problem. Yeah, big problem. Big, big problem. problem. Well, uh, retired DEA special agent in charge Derek Maltz, thank you for for even though you're retired, you're staying involved and worried about our country. Thank you so much for what you do. Let's keep the people, uh, you know, uh, uh, let them know what's going on all the time. And thank you for coming on. Thank you, John. All the best. Thank you for Take what care. you do.